0: This is Evelyn Hershkowitz, Rita services librarian from Sciasset Public Libraries, Turn the Page. Today we have a very special guest with us, Merrill Ain. She's written her second book called Shadows We Carry, which the first one was The Takeaway Men, and we spoke to her back when that book came out in 2020. Now, this one just came out recently. So, let me just tell you a little bit about Merrill. Meryl Ain is a writer, author, podcaster, and career educator. The Takeaway Men, her award-winning post-Holocaust debut novel, was published in 2020. Her articles and essays have appeared in numerous publications. She's the author of two nonfiction books, a member of the International Advisory Board for Holocaust Survivor Day. She's the host of a podcast, People of the Book, and the founder of the Facebook group, Jews Love to Read. She holds a B.A. from Queens College and M.A. from Columbia University and a doctorate in education from Hofstra University. She and her husband, Stuart, a journalist, have three married sons and six grandchildren and live in New York. So Meryl, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to
1: be here with you. And we last um, spoke during the pandemic. So right. I'm, I'm glad that um, we're now in normal mode, I think. <laughs>
0: right. Hopefully. Yes, we are. Yes, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> so Shadows We Carry was a continuation of The Takeaway men. I loved it. I thought it was an absolute great story. I loved all, because of where I'm from, I loved all the local references. You even had Syosset in there. I did. I yes. did. I I did. did. Are, you, are you from Queens or no? You're no, from- not from Queens. No. Oh, okay. Okay. no, I was born in Brooklyn, but I grew up in Plainview. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, close enough. Okay. Enough <laughs> right, But I, I did give it to my friend who did grow up in Queens. So she oh, read right. it even before I did and loved it.
1: Thank you. Um, but Thank yeah, you. no,
0: I love the reference to the East Meadow Jewish Center because at the time I got married, that was such a popular place also to get married. Right, right. I love the <laughs> reference to Zyacid and Dick's Hills and everything about it. I just, the story was fabulous. Thank so you. When you read Takeaway Men, wrote Takeaway Men, did you know you were going to continue the story? Well, that's a
1: really interesting question um i did not intend to end the takeaway men uh where where i did i really wanted to take it into the 60s and 70s and my husband steward who is a journalist and my muse and editor particularly with commas he's very good (laughs) he's very good with commas so he read uh every chapter after I finished it, I showed it to him and he he weighed in on it. And uh, when I showed him what became the last chapter, I did not expect it. I, I was going to go on. And he said to me, this is the end of the book. And I said, no, it's not the end of the book. And he said, trust me, it's the end of the book. And I thought about it. And honestly, um, I... Honestly, I was happy to be finished with it. Um, but I really felt that that I had so much so much more to say. And interestingly, um, readers, many readers had a reaction to it. Some of them were very polite and lovely. And they said, we love the book. We want a sequel. What happens to the girls? And some of them said, you left us hanging, you know, okay. how dare you? <laughs> so I, I I knew that I had a lot more to say. So it, it ended up being two books. And that's great. No more? You're not gonna continue with that? Uh well, people people ask me, they they want a trilogy. Uh-huh. I I gave it some thought. I'm thinking about it. Uh I I may do that at some point. Right now I'm sort of um trying to work on something else. So uh-huh. I, I I may
0: though. I think Jojo and Branca have a lot more to let us know about their lives. <laughs> they really do. I really do. I like that, what you did with them and how I don't want to give anything away. But you know what? Let's tell everybody what the book's about. We haven't even done that yet.
1: (laughs) Okay, so um, as you said, so the book uh, really begins um, in in the in the late 60s and the bulk of it takes place during the 70s. And it it goes into into the early 80s. The girls are uh, students at Queens college when, when the book begins. And um, I don't think I'm giving too much away. Um, Jojo finds herself with an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, This is in the years before Roe v. Wade became the law of the land. It didn't um, it wasn't upheld by the Supreme court until 1973, and of course we know that it was overturned in 2022. Um, so she is in this uh, four-year period uh, where abortions are illegal. So she, she, I'm not giving anything away, she she has to grapple with that. Uh, at the same time, Branca, um has her heart set on becoming a journalist and she faces um, sex discrimination um both getting applying to journalism school and in the field because um that was what it was like during that time and as we know it 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 changed over time as did the whole struggle um for women's rights except for <laughs> the recent recent history um so um they 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 have um other people there there's as we know um for those of us who read the first book and again you don't have to read the first book uh to enjoy this some people have sure. told me they've read it as a stand as a standalone but i mean i don't think it hurts but anyway right. their children um their parents were in in the holocaust and their father in particular still bears the scars. Uh, so that, that plays itself out, uh, in the, in, <clears throat> in shadows we carry, uh, there's also, uh, a former Nazi, uh, who was it's, actually it's, in the takeaway. He was in the man. first book too. Yes. He yes. Was in the first book, but he mm-hmm. becomes, um, more of a character in this book as his story plays out and his son, um, uh, who happens to be a friend and colleague of Branca, who doesn't know this about his father and and finds it out. And, and we see what the repercussions are. And then finally, I wanna mention, um, there is a Catholic priest um, with very conflicting roots. Uh, he loves the church. He loves being Catholic. He's got an important role in the diocese of Long Island. Uh, But he finds out on his mother's deathbed that he was actually born to a Jewish couple uh, in Poland during the Holocaust who gave him to this Catholic family for safekeeping and they perished. So the story uh, is basically um, about these people and and the impact of not only the times, but of their roots and their family background
0: and, and how that affects them. It's so wonderful. It was such a wonderfully told story. I absolutely loved it. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. Now I have questions that I had no, I mean, I read this. How did you research all this? Especially what happened out in Yapank? Is that, that is true. Mm -hmm. I I was shocked by that. I know nothing. I knew nothing about that. Yeah. That,
1: that is true. I I knew that, that there was some Nazi enclave there, but in terms of research, uh, I think I probably told you this for the takeaway, man. I have been, I don't like to use the word obsessed, but that's drawn to the study of the Holocaust. Ever since I read the Diary of Anne Frank in the sixth grade, I later became a history teacher. So I have really been, I love doing research. I I think maybe I love it as much or more, more than the writing. So I'm always researching everything. You know, we turn on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I ask my husband to find a, you know, a World War II uh, movie. I, 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 I just can't stop doing it. Um, so um, I'm, I'm always researching it, and I, I, I continue to research as I did this uh book, I I had heard about the um enclave in Yapank. Um it actually prior to World War II, uh believe it or not, on its premises there was a Nazi youth camp where they um tried to acculturate teenagers into nazi ideology the u.s government clearly shut that down as as soon as we entered world war uh, ii in december 1941 but the whole premise of the community um was that you had to have german bloodlines to live there and you had to prove it and shockingly this um was not stopped until New York state um, told them that they couldn't do this anymore in 2017. So up until 2017, you had to show that you had um, German ancestry. And also um, at the beginning of World War II, all the um, sh- the street names were named for Nazi heroes. The main street was called um, Hitlerstrasse. Um, there were, uh, you know, Goebbels Street. And um, of course, all the names have been changed. The community still exists. You no longer have to have German ancestry to live
0: there but anyone want to live there well you took the words out of my mouth like are you kidding me I I am shocked by this in 2017 yeah yeah wow that's just a couple couple
1: wanted to move in there and they and they challenged it and they had to let them move in but I don't know why anybody would want to live there I agree with you
0: totally (laughs) That's just unbelievable. That's like completely shocking. I have to look that up because I, I can't even believe that that existed. All No, it, it is. And it was, it was written up in Newsday and other really? places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like incredible, Sh- shocking, horrible, horrible is what it really is. It's absolutely horrible that something like that could continue. Oh my gosh. So is this based on any truth? that you, I mean, is it based on your family or anything to do with your family at all?
1: Which the whole book or? The whole book. Yeah. Well, um, first of all, I should say, um, okay. What, what is true is, um, I did grow up in Queens. I did go to Queens college. Um, I had a short stint as a journalist, uh, well, it wasn't a short stint. It was a stint. Um, <laughs> I I did write a cooking column, but I I knew how to cook. I did know how to cook. <laughs> um, but other, you know, uh, uh, other than that, I mean, it, it's really funny. People think, oh, it's my, it's it's right. my. I I should say also, I am not the child of Holocaust survivor. Okay. And I have grappled with this question of, you know, the Holocaust, whose story is it to tell? And I've come down on it's everybody's story to tell. But you've got to really be meticulous in your research. Uh, So I'm not the child of a Holocaust survivor. Uh, Both my parents were actually um, in the U.S. Army during during World War II. Um, It's funny because someone who grew up in my neighborhood called me. And she said to me, Meryl, is it true that the guy who worked in the kosher deli was a former Nazi? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's made up. Okay. So, you know, it's 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 made up. It's A lot of it is made up, but the but the history is accurate. And, you know, the things that happened could have happened to somebody during those times. Right. Yeah, have have a lot of imagination also.
0: That's great. And you know what? You're right. It's everybody's story to tell, because if people don't tell it, it's going to go away. And, you know, there are people who actually think that the Holocaust didn't happen. And there's probably people in other parts of the country, not here on Long Island, hopefully, but other parts of the country, because we do have such a high concentration of Jewish people living here, but other parts of the country who don't have Jews, probably don't even know about the Holocaust. So it is everybody's story to tell. So and thank it, you for telling it, it. And there are also Holocaust deniers out there. Mm-hmm.
1: Unfortunately.
0: Right. Well, look at what they're doing in Florida. They're denying that there was slavery. They're right. not allowing them to teach that. Which is, you know, what's going to be next? Not allowing them to teach this also. I mean. Right. Well one of the
1: there was a book about Anne Frank that did that did get banned in Florida. So
0: oh, yeah boy yeah that's just crazy it's it's crazy it definitely needs to be told and it's it's nice to told be told in fiction where everybody is well
1: <laughs> no i think um you know people people have asked me about that and i think it is a good way to tell the story, as I said, if you get if you're meticulous in your research, I, I don't like it when people make up things that happened during the Holocaust, because there's enough horrific stuff that you don't have to make up stuff. So if it's if it's based on the truth, if it's based on accurate research, I mean, there are people, you know, you have that emotional tie when you're reading fiction, which in a you know nonfiction, you you may not get or you may get but i think fiction is a, is a valuable tool as well i read a lot of non-fiction also don't get me wrong but i think
0: literature can be a very powerful tool yeah no it's it's great i will be definitely recommending this to all Thank of our patrons well. i you. i was i loved it i couldn't wait to get back to it every single day the only thing that I know that the takeaway man originally was not on audio. And then I remember I got in touch with somebody it is on but audio. On audio. Um, this one is not on audio. Not yet.
1: yet. Not no? yet. I waited. I waited about a year. I don't know. I guess I'll okay. have to do. I guess I'll have to do audio because I know some people have requested right. it. Right. Um, oh yeah there
0: are people that only listen to books they can't really read at this particular time exactly. I'll, I'll i think it, it deserves to be on audio oh, Absolutely. thank you thank you so much <laughs> i really did i loved it i mean i love the character of doris <laughs> what area were they living in
1: well, I called it Rolling Hills.
0: Right. So what was I didn't
1: want to. I didn't want to call it anything. I didn't want to cast aspersion on any particular name.
0: Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if it was like Manhasset or Great Neck. And- well, it
1: it was Long Island, north yeah. the North Shore. Right.
0: But- I I couldn't exactly figure out exactly where, but <laughs> yeah, Doris was a character. She was who she based on.
1: Well, I uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know that
1: we're going to tell that one. My husband, my husband did say, was that my mother? <laughs> and I um, said,
0: "What are you talking about?"
1: That's so funny. Oh that's God. all I'm going to say on the topic. Yeah.
0: But she definitely she, you know, she stepped up to the plate. She did. She
1: she was, you know, no nobody um is all black or all white or all bad or all good, you know, there is great gradations in everybody
0: right? She stepped up. I was very proud of her. She did, she did good. And it just, you know, it was a nice happy ending. So that's always nice when you read a book and, and things go well for all the characters. Well,
1: it's interesting that people really, a lot of people thank me for that. So Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really see, although now we're giving it away, but I didn't really see
0: how I could end it another way right well it's nice you know i read a lot of rom-coms uh-huh. and because they have happy endings <laughs> ah you know you like to know that everything is going to be nice and good and you, you know it's just nice i mean there were parts in the book that of course are very sad right and you talk about you know what happened in this world but it's nice to know that people survived and did well and it's just it's it was nice. I I just so enjoyed it. I really did. So oh, what are you writing okay. now?
1: Um, I've been writing some short stories. Uh, I I just wanted to take. I know I said I love the research so much, but I wanted to see what it would be like, you know, to just write more con- about contemporary things and sure. not have to do all that research. Um, so so I've been working on that a little bit. And spreading spreading the word about the book that takes right. a lot of time.
0: <laughs> sure, of course, of course. If I remember correctly, you worked at the Sayassid School District, right? I did. I, did. I did. What what did were your teacher or administrator? I, I
1: was an administrator. I worked there in in the nineties. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay.
0: very nice. Yeah, right in our backyard,
1: huh? Right in our backyard, and I'm going to be doing a program at um, Woodbury. Jewish Center. Jewish Center, yeah.
0: Oh, oh, nice. That's lovely. That's yeah. great. Yep. Yeah. That's right here. Right down the street from the Syaset High School. So right. That's great. That's really, really great. Okay. So what are some of your favorite authors? Who do you like to read? Um, well, I like
1: I like Naomi Reagan mm-hmm. a lot. Um I like um Jennifer Rosner. Um her new book, Once We Were Home, is is great. Um I like, um I just read um a book, um not just read it, I read it during the last year, but it really stayed with me. It was a 2014 book by uh Susan Jane. Gilman called Um The Ice Cream Queen of Orchard Street. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with that? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I I love that book. Yeah. Um I and you know, I read I, I read a lot of um nonfiction also. I read um, which I thought was a very good book, Overture of, of Hope by by Isabel Vincent, which is about these two um they used to call them spinsters we don't use those that word anymore but two unmarried um little british ladies who had civil service jobs and they rescued um jewish opera stars in the 1930s from the like that was that was a good book
0: very interesting wow very nice okay so i thank you so much for speaking with us Thank and you. So for those of you listening, please give us a call at Reader Services, 516-921-7161, extension two three nine. And we'll be happy to put the book on hold for you either in the print version or on Libby Overdrive, because we do have it in both places. So thank you. And if anybody
1: wants um more information on on my books and shadows we carry and their book club questions and um, all sorts of information on my website merylaine
0: Yes, it's a nice and, website. I went to it.
1: It's, thank right. you. It's m e r y l a i n dot com. Okay,
0: so we're going to close this chapter of turn the page. Meryl, thank you so much thank for being you. with us. Thank
1: like you. Like I said, I really
0: I love the book.
1: Thank
0: you. Okay. Take care, and happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Happy.
0: Thank you. you. Take
1: care. Bye bye. bye -bye. Thank
0: you so much. It's time to close this chapter of turn the page. Join us for the next episode.